So hi folks, hello once again, and you're very welcome along to this week's edition of A Down Your Way. Yeah, I made with the mid Tipperary Hill Walkers this week. A special function here in Torles. Absolutely fantastic. And who am I with? Of course the very man that knows all about walking and all about Tip FM as well. How are you doing, John G? I'm glad, glad, delighted that you could come along. It really makes the night having you here. Create a buzz around the place. That's what we want. It is, John. This is a special, a special night for, for the Tipperary, um, Tipperary Hill Walkers. Yeah, we tend to do this now. We have two charity challenges every year. And we are very proud of the fact that we have now been doing this since 1997. So we're 27 years doing it. We're only at 50 because we missed one because of FMD and we missed two because of COVID. But other than that, we've been doing two a year, raising money. The money has never stopped coming in. And tonight now we have 16,500 for eight charities. Isn't that brilliant? And it it's is. great work from you guys. Well, it is. Now, it's, I mean, it's not my money or anyone else's or even me, Tip Hill, Hill Walkers. It's the maybe 260 people who came on two weekends away paid for that, went on a walk, raised the money, and then somebody coming back here tonight to see the money being handed out. But it's great because I think they didn't feel we were rattling buckets under their nose. They felt they got value for money. They got a weekend in the Boran or a weekend in Kerry in an excellent hotel, and then they got a choice of walks varying from Caron Tuhal or down to a walk in the park with Jimmy Duggan. So, and he's fantastic to make the na- nature come alive. So, big night tonight for us. Absolutely big night, yeah. Okay, tell us about the Hillwalkers. Uh, up and running for 30 years? Yeah, well, the, the Hillwalkers, yeah, funnily enough, I'm probably responsible for all of this because I founded the thing in 1991. So, it's actually 32 years in existence now. And it has kept going. Some Hillwalking clubs come and they go. This one has powered its way on. It's as big now as it ever was. It has this, you know, uh, this year, with, for example, next year, there will be three trips abroad with the club, two charity challenges, a choice of three walks most week, an evening walks in the summer as well as that, and all these kind of events. So it's a great kind of a social community for people as well as that. And of course the great thing about a hill walking club is any GA club in, at the moment or any club like that, I can guarantee you the treasurer and the secretary and the chairman spend 50% of their time worrying about how they're going to fund the next thing. Huge amounts of funds involved in it. Because we're a hill walking club, it takes almost no funds to run the club. Maybe a thousand or two thousand a year. So we can really put our, our minds down to raise the money for charity. We've been doing that now for over 30 years, well, we've been doing it for 27 years, and we have raised over 300,000. Everybody knows that walking is brilliant for you and all the rest, but you know, how did it all come about? Why did you set up a club? Did you, you must have guys with you. Well, yes, uh, well, it was, it's a long story. Firstly, I was above in Trinity College, and that's where I, a uh, fellow wanted to go out. I have a feeling he, he wasn't totally into hill walking. He might have fancied one of the female students, so he wanted me to come along as moral support. I think that didn't work out anyway. He, he, he dangled a carrot at some of the fittest, finest looking uh, female students in the college or in the hill walking club. Well, they may have been, but they certainly weren't interested in me or in him for that matter. But what happened was I kind of liked it, and then I went out a few more times. And then I came back down to Clonmel teaching. And at that stage, then I joined the Peaks Club, and I really got to like this. And then I came up here, and I'd been 
a member of the Peaks Club, it all happened by accident. We had a language school. Do you remember when there used to be loads of students? I was involved with that. So we had a meal for about 20 teachers who were teaching out in the Chinese when they all went back and then somebody said, oh, the dark days are coming in now, what are we going to do? And somebody said, we should have a club. And I said, but what will we do? And I said, well, look, if there's 20 of you here, if you want to go on a hill walk, I'll take you up Galtimore and see if you like it. And they said, that's a great idea. To a woman and a man, they said they'd all come. When it came to the crunch, only six of them showed up on the day. And we got absolutely soaked. And I said, that's the end of that. But actually, the next day, there was nine of them there. And from then on, the club went on. You know, for the first walk, Galtimore is not simple. No, it wasn't. I was probably a bit, you know the way, when I, I was a young fellow then in my 30s, remember that, and thought I was very, very fit and all that kind of thing. I'll tell you, it wasn't the best introduction. I just barely got away with that. You learn along the way, but you're, uh, that's the way it goes. It has gone on, and I suppose that's the thing. It's not the mountains we've climbed or anything else. It's people come back to me and say, you know, it's the camaraderie, the places to go, the getting out, and the fact, too, I suppose, that we can do it at all levels. So even if you're not particularly fit, you can do it on the lower level walks, you can do it on the rambles, the Friday evening walks, and it's a wonderful way to make friends. And remember, the great thing about it is most competitive clubs, I mean, it's a good thing, tennis clubs or golf clubs or whatever, but there's always an edge of winning and losing. But the great thing about us, we go off for a weekend, we raise this amount of money, we come back and everybody's a winner. Absolutely, and of course you're doing quite a bit of walking on tip, with Tip FM oh, I, every I, week. I, I, I think, um, I, think I, I must have done the same thing with uh, Fran. He, he, got, he started off very enthusiastically walking with me, and as the time went by, I know the walks were too hard or whatever, he was losing enthusiasm all the way, and he finally decided one day, I asked her, I, a lovely, attractive woman for you now to go out on the walks with you. So, I mean, it is, it's going very, very well, and we've changed it all the time, and this year now we went for some fantastic guests. I remember uh, Johnny Lahey, of Tipperary hurling fame. We had Seamus Dennison of Mon Monster Rugby. We had Adrian Bartels. That seemed to work extremely well. And uh, people seem to in a way, when, they, when they're out there walking with you, they seem to open up more, where you're not kind of facing each other and that kind of thing. So, look, we're looking forward anyway at the moment to the fifth series, starting in May next year, so hopefully. Very good indeed. Of course, last time we met you, John, you were launching one of your, one of your books and many books. Yeah, I have. I have. As I say, five and a half books writ, read, writ, written. Sorry, I wrote five books myself, and then I did one on the Kerry Way, but I did that uh, with another uh, lady as well. So I have half of that. So I claim I have five and a half books uh, at this stage. So, you know, they're still all around, and I'm glad to see John Butler and Tom O'Toole and uh, the bookmarkers in Clonmel and the bookshop, and you know, they're all very good to push them and that. So it's great, and uh, you come back to me and they say, look, uh, you know, they mightn't have been in the club or whatever, might meet somebody up in the north, and they'd say, God, it took me into hill walking. I bought your book, and I started off walking and I never look back. So you get a great old kick out of that, you know? Irish Times every couple of weeks? Yeah, well, what I'm doing at the moment now is the Irish Times Examiner, of course, and people maybe don't know that, are the one company now at this stage. So what I'm doing is I'm doing it every second week, I'm doing a column in the Examiner, kind of on walking and generally what the outdoors, generally. It's not all got to do with walking, it's got to do with the outdoors. And then I'm doing one about every five to six weeks. I do a fairly big spread in the magazine of the Irish Times, and that now is up near 2,000 words, so there's a fair bit of work in it, so you wouldn't want to be able to do it more often than that. So the next one will be out now, um, uh, probably coming, coming up to Christmas and that, and then I'll have one then about all the events coming up through the year. I'm working on that already uh, in the new year. 
the country, but Tipperary has its own zone for, for, for history and story. Oh yeah, I think there's, it's, it's absolutely, I mean, the history is so deep, the heritage, and that is one of the things I think we miss out on here, and that's what I, when I go out on a walk, I always talk, if I was to say, what's it all about? It's about walking with stories. Always find the stories. We have great stories down there, Cloheen, Liam Lynch, those kind of things, the troubled times. Then you go over to somewhere like Glen Eyrie above Clanmel, an Irish-speaking village there up to a century ago, a deserted village now. You have Carey's Castle, you have the firing range, Holy Year Cross, the Huntsman's, the uh, gamekeeper's house there as well. Wonderful. Go out Inch Loop as well as that fantastic on that and then of course the great story on on uh, we'll say the devil's bit as well the story of the devil's bit um the finding of the book of dimmer there but as well as that the great one i love is woodcock carden and the reason he was called woodcock he was a local landowner and his tenants didn't like him at all and you know about a woodcock very hard to shoot and they tried to shoot him four or five times and they always failed so they called him the woodcock after that <laughs> It's hard to find him, yeah. Yeah, but uh, like, okay, people out there are usually interested in these that history and these stories. Yeah, absolutely. I think that is it. I think, unfortunately, and I see it, I used to teach heritage in college, and I'd spend the first maybe month or two trying to convince students that this was interesting because they had been taught history in such a terrible way. Not about people, not about stories. It was all, they'd get a line of, of dates to learn off. It was all in dates, remembering which came before another or whatever, and no understanding of how people lived in the period. But I love the social history. Going into Glenary and looking at the type of vi villages that were there and they were very much almost communist villages. They all, everybody lived together in the one community and then they had strips all around it. The feudal system survived there as well as that. And of course Tipperary then has such a history in so many areas going back for so long, you can really get into that. But I love it. And even now, we'll be going up on the next challenge to raise money. Because all the money goes out tonight, so we're broke. Yeah. So we've got to start raising money for charity. And we're going up. And I'll be leading a walk over Belfast. And we'll be going up there on Cave Hill. And I love telling the story. This is where the Irish Republic was born. And it was three men who came there. Two Anglicans. One was Wolf Tone. Thomas Russell came there, and Henry J. McCracken, who was a Presbyterian, no Catholic, and was they first swore a note that they would never desist from their efforts until a re Irish Republic had been achieved. And that's what we have all had from there. But it's lovely, and you're looking down over Belfast, and you can see across even to the Lake District in England, to the Isle of Man, and up to Scotland. It just drips with history. So all over the country, I love this historic country. And of course, I really love Ireland. I almost sometimes feel if I go off on a holiday abroad, I'm missing great time in Ireland, you know? Yeah. And indeed, of course, for the last uh, 12 months, for the last couple of years, the commemorations of the Civil War and all of those things, yeah. 100 years. They all have gathered new stories again. Yes, absolutely. Oh, they, they have, absolutely. And like, I was only out there myself now pretty recently, and we were doing, I was invited on to Tracks and Trails, and we, were, we did St. Declan's Way. So we were reimagining re the story of St. Declan coming to Cashel. And very few people know that, to meet with St. Patrick, and how they agreed to carve up the con country. But then, as well as that, St. Declan's Way passes Liam Lynch Monument. So again, we were telling the story of Liam Lynch. So in other words, it's not just one history. All, across, all the time going back to the early Christian period, then there's medieval history. It's all the Norman history. It's all layered on top of each other. So you're almost covering. So St. Decton's Way isn't just one history of, 
early Christian Ireland. It's a whole lot of layered history. Classic example would be, for example, the great castle, the great butler castle in Caer. But then you go out further and you see the 19th century Swiss cottage. Then you're going down Mount Mallory Abbey and the return of the Cistercians, early Irish Christian monasteries as well, peeling away all that history all over and finding out new things all the time. I'm sure there will be one or two stories here tonight as well. I'm sure there will. <laughs> Maybe not all of it will go on the radio, but anyway, there you are. Thanks very much, Eamon. It's a real pleasure to have them on the radio, and indeed we're taking a very first break. We're back here in Turles, just after these. Indeed, you're very welcome back to Down Your Way. One of the beneficiaries here tonight is at Cashel Lines Club. Eddie Morris, you've let me, former principal of the school, uh, the secondary school, of course. Mr. Morris, how are you doing? Thank you, Eamon. Thank you very much. What a special night for you guys. Yes, indeed. Yeah, we, also, we are very pleased to be here uh, with the um, Autumn Spring Challenge to accept a donation of €2,000 from the challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we are, we are always fundraising for money, obviously. And we have our own, say, you know, our own draws and our own walks and different things. But certainly, getting two thousand this evening is a huge boost to our, to our, our, our um, money. Yeah. Yeah. What a successful story to Lions Club across the country. Yes, as we see, Cashel Lions Club say, uh, is one of uh, nine Lions Clubs here in Tipperary, roughly uh, over a hundred Lions Clubs in uh, in all of Ireland. Um, obviously, we, we are we Cashel. We are the fourth oldest club in the country. Believe it or believe it not, it was it was one in Dublin. One in Belfast, one in Cork, and we were the fourth uh, club to be, to be established. Uh, the first the, um, outside of any large city as such. Uh, obviously, again, we, we, we do a whole, we, we're a service um, organisation. We do various different service projects here for the local communities. Uh, we, actually, in the last week, we, we ran two very, very interesting events. We ran a, a peace poster uh, last weekend for the students in the local primary schools. Um, and uh, yesterday evening we announced the winner of our uh, Young Person of the Year. Um, so we kind of do kind of a number of kind of community service projects. But then again, say then we um, um, we say coming up now for Christmas. We're very very busy. Obviously, we, we do um, food vouchers for Christmas. We also going to be doing um, uh, visitations more or less to the senior citizens uh, in Cashel. Uh, we go to the centre for the, the old, older persons in Cashel and we prepare hampers for them basically and we arrange again a, a um, request programme for them on uh, Tipperary uh, Midwest Radio. Yeah, I mean, sorry, it's the wrong station here, yeah, but uh, it's... Uh, it's <laughs> Midwest. certainly time there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also can say at Las Megan and every year we have the um, annual uh, Senior Citizens uh, Holiday and in the new year we have the, the annual um, Senior Citizens Party. And say so again, this year again, our, our big aim this year is to fundraise for the Cashel Daycare Centre. So we're hoping to purchase a new uh, bus for the, for the uh, daycare centre. So we are hoping to help uh, out the, the need of the need in or around 70,000 euro. So therefore, I suppose any money we get more is from any source is appreciated. You know, so, yeah. Indeed. How many members do you have? Well, say we, we currently have, we have say 15 members, 15, right? And, and, and in fairness, they're all very, very active. You know, I mean, some clubs have big numbers, way bigger than we are, but each and every, every one of ours, say, are, are active in some aspect of the club. I mean, there was different people involved, say, in, in the um, Peace Puzzle competition last weekend, different groups involved again in the um, Young Person of the Year, different groups, say, involved with, with the daycare centre. You know, it's, 
each of us kind of take on different different projects. I've grown up and I was thinking about the, the, the lines. So they were an elite organisation for, for most for most for, for the most part. Well, no, no. I mean, I mean, there's a very, very good mix that we kind of, kind of try and have, say, a, a good mix. We have, say, some from, say, say, the farming community, more or less. We have some teachers. We have some accountants. We have some uh, uh, shopkeepers. Basically, we have some very, very young people, and some again, not quite so young, even yeah. like, like myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, just talking about that for a minute, uh, your retirement for the last couple of years. Are you enjoying your retirement? Yes, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm now into my ninth year, believe it or not. It's 2015 since I uh, pulled, pulled the plug, so to speak. You know. Yeah. Uh, but certainly I, I'm enjoying it, yes, I'm enjoying it. I, I'm keeping very, very busy. I'm involved in a number of different organisations. Yeah. I'm still involved too, again, in a number of um, uh, boards of management. I'm involved with uh, Tipperary Education Training Board as well. Uh, also involved with Cashel Lions Club, involved with um, the St. Patrick's Gardens housing project uh, in Cashel as well. So I have a number of I- interests and hobbies. I do a fair share of hill walking uh, as well. You had a new challenge last year, I believe. Well, see, we have, we have, yes, see, for the last four years, we, we've d- done uh, a number of uh, hill walking challenges. And again, say, um, uh, in the say, last September again, we did a, an amazing one. We actually did um, a full Galti crossing. We, we started some more, say, in Care, ended up uh, over near Anglesborough and County Limerick. Like, it, it's a 31 kilometre hike across the Galtis. Now, again, um, it was a, an absolutely appalling day. Some, some may again recall that there was uh, the end of uh, Hurricane Nigel there on uh, September 2012. We were on Galti Moor for the end of Hurricane Nigel. It was not very nice, Eamon. But we managed to get across the whole way, and, and we were here to tell, to, uh, tell the tale. Settled for Galtee Bjog, no? No, 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 no. We went across all, all the way, went more, all the way from from say Cair, uh, over all the different peaks, all the way over Long Galtee Bjog, Galtee Moor, over Long Glencoshnabinia, Temple Hill, out to the valley. Now again, we were absolutely soaked to the proverbial skin. Uh, You've been soaked. You must be erect as well. Well, yes, because I mean, say it was it was actually um, very windy. I mean, you probably would say I wouldn't choose to be there. Only for, we obviously had more, exclusive more to do in this challenge, more or less. The morning was okay, but the evening, uh, from about that last, say, I think it was about say nine. We, we, we began say at about um, quarter to eight in the morning. At about twelve, it was grand. But then around twelve o'clock, more or less, um, the the wind took up more or less. The clouds came down, the rain poured in, and we had to head down and head for home. <laughs> <laughs> You said going at the same time to get the we challenge did, done. Yeah, we did. Yes, it took us a little over, a little over, over nine hours, kind of like. But again, you know, it was definitely it was the most challenging. We, we, we say previously we did. Um, we, we did did the uh, three peaks previously. We did did say um, uh, Lockmill Down, Galtymore, and uh, Steedman the first year. Then we did the uh, ten peaks on, on the Galtys the second year. Third year we did the ten peaks on Lockmill Downs, and finally this year we did the full Galty crossing. So I'm staying fit in my retirement. Fantastic. Eddie Morrissey, congratulations and I need you on the war tonight for the, for, for the Lions Club. Every success to them as well. Thanks, Evan. Thank you. Thanks very much. We caught up with a husband and wife, <coughs> Catherine and Edward Hayes from Tumar Boris. How are you doing, folks? Very well, thank you, Eamon. Well, Eamon, how are you? Not too bad at all. It's good to be here. And what a special, uh, special evening for everybody here today for the community and stuff. Uh, 2000 is coming to your charity, Edel. Or Catherine? That's correct, yes. I work for the Turles Daycare Centre, also known as Golden Years Daycare Centre. And it was established in 1998. I'm there for the last 13 years. I um, uh, joined the Turles Community Social Services. I resigned from the HSC and because I felt that um, better work-life balance. And, and starting in the Golden Years Day Centre, it was a great move. I love working with older people. It... Um, it's established, as I said, in 1998, and we service um, the community at the hinterlands, Tumal Burris, 
Littleton, Mycarkey, Holy Cross and just as far as Upper Church in Burslee and it's a five day service for over 65s. We provide a light breakfast, hot lunch, various activities and our real focus is uh, preventing isolation uh, loneliness is a big issue among older people and, and also then it actually helps support people at home prevent them going to nursing homes and um, supports carers looking after the older people in our society I think it's very it's, it's well known that people are living longer and they have um, like uh, multiple needs as they get older and then we are one of the services that help mm-hmm. keep people at home and support them. The catchment area is quite widespread, isn't it? It is, yes. Um, well, as I said, from Tumal Boris, um, Mycarkey, mm-hmm. Littleton, Mine, t- uh, we don't do Temple 2, that's serviced by Temple Moore, um, Thurless, uh, Holy Cross, and we even go as far as Upper Church. Mm-hmm. Now, we have, we have transport provided, but unfortunately like, we can't pr- uh, go as further than that because... The older people be on the bus too long, and um, okay. the short they'll be very short. Are you enjoying it? Oh, they love it. Yeah, absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, what does the day consist of? Um, as I said, they come in light breakfast. Uh, we have entertainment. We have some musicians who come in volunteering. We have music nearly every second day. They love playing bingo. Uh, we go on outings. Uh, we have a hairdressing um, facility, a chiropractic service also, and. Uh, also, I assist the public health nurses doing clinical dressings to help and to support them in the community. And um, we have uh, um, parties during the year as well. Okay. And just, and like, just like, it's a lovely place to come together to chat okay. and they'll, they'll talk about all the topics. We bring in the newspaper and then that uh, starts off a conversation. And at the moment, as you can understand, it's all, all about Israel and Palestine. It's very relevant in the... In the, in the and indeed, it's very, very fitting for that generation of people that uh, kept the world going f- for most of their life. Exactly, exactly, yeah. I mean, my the average age at the moment with us is 88. Mm-hmm. Now, it's hard to believe. Like, we have some even 90-year-olds. But, like, they've seen so much change, you know. And, like, really, sometimes I think that the older people are forgotten people because they yeah. give such a service to our country, you know, and... Um, and, like, they have a, a wealth of knowledge. And I think people don't realise what you can learn from them and the experiences that they have. We can, you know, um, enjoy them. Well done, Catherine. Thanks for that. Edward is with us, your, your husband. How are you doing, Edward? Hello, Eamon. How are you? You're very much involved in Metal 21 here in, uh, in Turles. Yeah, well, um, I suppose we got involved 22 years ago when our own son was born. And um, to a greater or lesser extent, I've been involved for that length of time, uh, different roles. Um, Metal 21 really only is in existence for the last three years. Just give it a bit of thought today. Um, October, October 20 was when it all started. Um, we purchased the premises just prior to that and with the goodwill of um, everyone locally, and nationally we have uh, a premises that any person or any community or any organization will be proud of today and it's it's with the with the help of everyone and their generosity that has made it what it is um, I was down at the f- official opening of it and uh, it was a marvelous occasion you know the community effort that was around it it's second to none yeah um in one way COVID was actually 
an advantage to us in hindsight. Thankfully, no one ever got COVID while it was um, the renovation work and the building work was going on. But a lot of the, a lot of building work around the country was closed down. But we were allowed to continue and we were able to use the services of people, um, which was all donated free of charge. We had workers from literally all over the country um, that came and built and we have what we have today, thanks to everyone locally and nationally. Absolutely, and Catherine, every success. Uh, our time is uh, fairly tight. Uh, we, we want to say wish you well, and I hope that uh, the 2000 both ways will go very well to helping the community down there. Thank you very yes, much. Thank you very much. Yes, much. It will be great, and we appreciate it, and thanks to um, the, the Hill Walkers. Walkers. Much appreciated, definitely. We're going to take another break. We're back here in Turles, just after these. Indeed, you're very welcome back here to Down Your Way. Tom Ryan of Oakland is with me. Tom, how are you doing? Hello, Eamon. How are you? Uh, you're, you're welcome to the wetlands. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And it's a fantastic part of the world, isn't it? It's uh, absolutely uh, fantastic, yeah, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. There are great activities, activities and things going on here all the time. Yeah, it's lovely. And Fair juice. Your part of the world as well is uh, only fabulous. Yeah, I live in an upper church, Eamon, as you know, and uh, absolutely great. We have absolutely great walks up there. Yeah. In upper church, we have Nuckalock and we have The Loop and we have Birch Hill. Absolutely fantastic, and it's well, it's well used, it's well walked, and it's great to see people out walking. It's a great pastime for health and, and, and everything. Well, what I have you here now, we're up in the corridor here in Turles, um, here at the Whitlands. Uh, we have you, we want you to sing a song. Okay, I mean, I'll try and sing, I'll try and sing Bon Claude, you know, I haven't sang this for a hundred years. Yeah. I used to sing it in the score one time, back, back in the day. And if you get stuck, I'll help you out. Yeah, do, yeah. Okay. Oh, I at the moss house Where the birds do increase At the foot of Mount Leinster Or some silent place By the streams of Bontlody Where pleasures do meet and all I would ask is one kiss from you, sweet. Tis why my love slight me, as you might understand. Cause she has a freehold, and I have no land. She has fine stores of riches in silver and in gold, and everything fitting a house to uphold. If I were a clerkin and could write a good hand, I would write my love a letter that she might understand. For I am a young man who is wounded in love. Once I lived in Bontlody, but now must remove. 
So fare thee well, Father, my mother, adieu to my sisters and brothers. Fare thee well unto you. I am bound for America, my fortune to try. When I think of Bunt Lodi, I am ready to die. When I think of Bunt Lodi, I am ready to die. Oh, very beautiful, Tom Ryan. Thank you very much. I'm glad Eamon had to know about that. Well you, thank you, Eamon. Thank you. We're here at Cabra Wetlands. Uh, absolutely fantastic song uh, from Tom Ryan in Oakland. Uh, Michael Long is with me here at Cabra Wetlands. Michael, what a facility you have here. Yeah, sure, it's lovely to have it. I mean, we're delighted to have it. There's been a lot of work over the years and a lot of people involved over the years. And to have, to have it brought to this is... Is a credit to a lot of people, to be honest. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah. indeed. Uh, um, look at a uh, small celebration for you guys tonight. Yeah, we're delighted that the Hill Walkers are giving us 500 euro, mm-hmm. and um, look, it's a great help to us. And I suppose I'll be honest with you. More and more, what we say here is that um, we don't have a membership here. This is more of a it's more of a movement than a private club. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to have a have a community centre for people to come and. And I suppose um, enjoy, but we, to learn from each other too. It's we really, it really is largely a centre dedicated to the whole to the environment, really, and, and conversations around that. How we can, how we can, I suppose, interact with each other and, and help each other on that journey. Yeah, and of course, what a journey nowadays. Yeah, just this evening, actually, I heard the Taoiseach saying that climate change is the biggest challenge facing the country at the moment. Mm-hmm. So we do need to talk about it. We do need to. We always say here. The answer, no one person has the answer, but the answer is, is in the conversations, in the dialogue. That's what the answer is. And what we, have a, we want to have a centre for dialogue. Yeah, when you walk through this place, uh, what a beautiful centre. But walk down through the island and all of that. Uh, I suppose that brings back you know, how people lived and how people worked the land and all of that all those years ago. No, absolutely. Well, I suppose um, look, the more we do the work here, we realise... Most of, the da- most of the damage, if you like, has been done in the last 50 years. N- nothing intentional, nothing intentional. But uh, um, if you go back 50 years, our, our, I suppose our grandparents and so on, they lived a simpler life maybe. Not, we're not suggesting you go back to that life, but we are suggesting in some ways that we have got to be less resource demanding than we are that makes sense okay okay yeah yeah so it, <clears throat> what is it running here 20 years now it's it is running really since 89 okay all right okay. that was the beginning of and that's what i mean a lot of people have been that's i think that's one of the strengths of it it has been gradually developing over the years and um, mm-hmm. a lot of different people over a long period of time has brought us to this this stage Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, Michael, look, there's a lot of stuff going on in there that you there need is. to be in there listening to and uh, having so, a chat with you. Uh, listen, it's a great pleasure to have you on down your way. Thanks for being here. Good to good talk to you. Margaret Skane is with me. How are you doing, Margaret? I'm very well, thank you, Eamon. Yeah, are you enjoying You're very look? welcome to the wetlands. Absolutely, fantastic. And to the walkers and to the whole community of walkers. Absolutely, and it's a wonderful um, pastime yeah. and I'm very involved now since I retired mm-hmm. and thoroughly enjoying the walks every weekend. I was just talking to a former principal there a few minutes ago of, of Cashel Community School 
Eddie Morrissey and he was telling me the challenges he has taken taken on or oh, unreal he, now Eddie is a very serious walker and a wonderful walker and he has done wonderful walks for charity and you know done wonderful work yeah, uh, yeah. I would be on a lower level than that now well, there's several levels of walking isn't there there are yes yeah, there's yeah. an A walk a B plus a B but there's something for everybody yeah absolutely there yeah. is something for everybody you know everybody's very welcome in mid-tip and there's a wonderful yeah. group and there's something for everybody yeah. and you know it, if you're not fit to start, you will be fit by the time you get into it. Isn't it amazing that all the things that you guys are involved in between the school and, and, and you know all of that, and then from the sporting world, from the Camogie side of things? Oh yes, yeah. Well, a, a lot less now in Camogie than I used to. Mm-hmm. I've kind of retired now and passed on the the bat on to the younger group mm-hmm. and I was involved I am involved with Thurla Sarsfield but the younger group of girls are wonderful now they're doing the work now and I think that's only fitting Absolutely. that the next generation take it on and and move it on you had some success real success in your time yes yeah wonderful yeah. great years great yeah. years back in the early 2000s yeah. and you know yeah. great years yeah. and thoroughly enjoyed but there's some wonderful players now and I've great hopes for the current um, present yeah. players and teams mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there are great prospects coming up under age It's hugely important that young people are cherished in their way for sport aren't they? Yes absolutely the retention of young girls between you know 15 and 17 is difficult mm-hmm. it's always a challenge and it's if you can keep them between 15 and 17 you'll hold on to them for longer but that's always a challenge that age group Absolutely yeah. so, so, Well Marcus it's always a pleasure thanks for saying hello to us and down your way we're going to take another break we're back here at Cabra Wetlands Indeed, you're very welcome back to the final part of uh, Down You. We're here in Cabra Wetlands this week. Absolutely fantastic occasion here with the, with the charities and, uh, and the money and all the rest. Eileen Ryan is with me. Eileen, how are you? Hello, I'm fine, Eamon, thanks. It's good to be here and uh, indeed a very important uh, week for uh, mid-tip walkers, isn't it? There hadn't been the presentations and all that. Just after passing over there and it's all, the, all the charities that got so much and so delighted with it. Absolutely, and Midtop Hill Walkers look on the autumn, spring autumn charity challenges, our weekends away, so many of our members go and walk and really enjoy, and it's great to be able to give something to the charities as well. And like over the years you have kind of notched up over 300,000. So is, uh, I believe, yeah. yes, it's hard to believe, isn't it? Just yeah. brilliant. And it's all to charity or to some definitely worthy causes. Always to worthy causes, yes. And it's great to be able to help so many worthy causes again tonight yeah. and over the years. You're from that very beautiful part of country that really called Upper Church from Ban. I am indeed. I'm very proud Upper Church woman. Absolutely. Yeah, and the walks that you have over there, it's just an magic. In Upper Church, mm-hmm. oh yes, absolutely. We... We're, we must be one of the, the best places in the country for National Loop Trails. We have three main ones there, the Eamon and Canique Loop, the Knockalock Loop and the Birch Hill Loop. And all lovely ways to walk in just beautiful scenery and a great place to be. Yeah, and the different levels, but it's the biggest part, of course, because people can go at, walk their own level. Yes, absolutely. Well, the, the looped trails are within, you know within the abilities of a lot of people um, and the, the Eamon and Connect Loop in particular have had lots of families and people going on them over the years not too hard and you get to see a good bit of the scenery you served this club uh, with distinction over the years <laughs> I've been, um, been um, well this is mid to Pillwalkers so mid to Pillwalkers I've been a member since about 2007 and I am in the privileged position of being the chairwoman at the moment. Um, so, yeah, it's a great club, a huge part of my life. 
Well, they're on the steps of many other leaders in, in the club, and of course, uh, your dad and mum as well, great leaders in their own community. Absolutely, yes. Um, my father, neither of them now will be members of Hip, Mid to Pillwalkers, but my father in particular, um, hugely involved when he was the rural recreation officer for a number of years in getting walks started not only in Upper Church but in so many parts of the county. Um, really great legacy to have left behind. Listen, congratulations on the great success story here tonight and a real success story. Thank you very much, Eamon. It's great to be associated with it. Thank you. And Marie is with me. About your organisation, Enable Ireland. So Enable Ireland is, um, with our company, we uh, care for people with uh, life-limiting conditions and people with intellectual disabilities. And we offer um, respite, day services and family support as well. And we have 40 locations over Ireland. You were, you were based in Nina up to a number of years ago? Well, we're actually based in Limerick up to a number of years ago and it was an awful trek for people in the community here. And um, then a few years ago they opened up in Nina and that was a, a great help to people from here, but it was still a trek in itself for people with life-limiting conditions and complex medical needs. So it's great to have it coming to Thurless for the community as it will be a great help to the families and on everyone's doorstep here, so it'd be great. You're based in close to Simple Stadium? Yeah, we will be in the grounds of Simple Stadium. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. So we have a few hurling fans um, that we care for, so they're very excited to get in and the, you know, the um, kind of the background of Simple Stadium, getting around, meet a few people and players. It's a marvelous service for the people of Mitchell Prairie. Fantastic service. It's well needed, and um, I think it'll be a huge benefit. And it's only going to grow for the next few years. We have a few service owners starting, but it's going to grow over the next few years. And we want to get the word out there that we're here, and that we want to be part of the community, and we want to help as many people as we can. Thanks, and a lot of that. We wish you well. Thank you so much. Chrissy O'Mara and Josie Mahara with me. How are you doing, ladies? Great. At 88. Yeah, we're great. 88 years young. That's right, yes. Brilliant. <laughs> and you're walking all the time with the hill walkers? I am, yes. Yeah. How far will you walk? Well, I'd walk anywhere. People would be walking. Would you? I would. Up hills and down hills and all yeah, the rest? Everywhere. We do the di- we do the devil's bit three times a week, Josie and myself. Do you? Yeah. And Josie, you and you? Yeah, yes. And you're 82? I'm 82. Exactly, and Chrissy is a heel walker far longer than I am. I'm with them about 18 years. She's with them nearer to 40 years. And you have raised an awful lot of money over the years for them. Well, I have, yes, yeah. Yeah, because I came across, you know, you know on, the, on the record before and all that kind of thing. Yeah. So, how did you get into heel walking? Michael Sutton. Michael Sutton. Michael started Sutton. started with the late Michael Sutton, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he took us everywhere. All over mountains and everywhere. Yeah, down to the Reeks and all those places. Yes, yeah. yeah. They took us to Belfast as well, up the Moran Mountains one time. Yeah. So, you have fantastic health at 87, haven't you? Oh, I have, yes. I don't believe in tablets. You don't, you don't <laughs> believe in them? No. So, if you got a pain in the head, what would you take? Well, I never got a pain in my head in my life, so didn't I wouldn't you? know. Or a pain in your tummy? <laughs> no, actually, I have very good health, really. You know? Never yeah. give a day sick or whatever. No, I'm very rarely ever. Yeah. So it's a cold evening. Give me a rundown on your day. Well, my day. <laughs> what do I do? I get up in the morning. My husband will get the breakfast and then I go for a walk. Come back and do a bit of bacon maybe. And uh, 
du bist ein Schappen und erzählst. In der Town Schappen? Ja, yes, in der Town Schappen. Du machst ein paar Freunde. Ja. Du gehst nicht für einen Trink oder etwas wie das, oder? Nein, ich gehe nicht zu den Freunden. Josie is smiling at you. Tell him the truth, she says. Uh. I'd, I'd take a glass of wine at home with my dinner every day. Would you? I would. Yeah. It's good for your health, I think. It is, you know. <laughs> you know, I, I can't just understand that. And Josie, what would you put, down, put you, your health down to? I mean, we meet three times a week, maybe four times a week. Both, yes. So I'm retired now. And uh, I live alone, but I'm surrounded by family. I'm lucky in that. I can say good luck in the evening to him and go home to my own pad. <laughs> but anyhow, we do meet three, three, four times a week and we do, you know, a good walk, maybe seven, eight kilometres or we climb the Devil's Bit and we have, of course, gone with John to all the away weekends. We've done Karen Tool, Mount Brandon, we've done all the climbs with him and hope to continue to do it for some time more. So there's a great old party atmosphere, isn't there, in yeah, the club? there is, yeah, there is. We like to have a good laugh and, yeah, yeah look forward to it. Uh, you know, you're laughing, she's smiling here as you're I telling me. No, I mean, that's it. We have a good laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do, so that keeps us going, keeps us young. Yeah. Yeah. We do the Women's Mini Marathon in Dublin every year, for sure, Haven Cancer Centre. We raised 2,000, what we? 2,000 plus this year. We raise that much every year, for sure, Haven Cancer Centre. Do you, do you walk it or run Women's it? Mini Marathon. We walk, walk it, it yeah. 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 Oh my God. That's how many, that's what, about 10 so miles? That's only 10 kilometres, I think. Yeah. 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 It's nothing, really. It's really nothing. <laughs> so, your day, and you were saying that you make, make, make the lunches and all of that, and you yeah. make the dinner. And yeah. So, would you go often out to your dinner, out to the hotel or restaurant? No, very rarely. Okay. No. Cook it all yourself. Well, cook at home, yes, yeah. So the holidays then are generally out with the walking club, is it? They are, yes, yeah. And when I go to Galway races every year, I'm going for the last 40 years there. Yeah. yeah. I am, yeah. Oh my god. So, so you'd have an old bit on now and again, would you? Oh, I would, yeah. Bet on all the horses, go races. <laughs> would you? <laughs> would you for that much? I know, only a few bob. Yeah, like kind of 10 euro. I know, less, maybe. That oh, depends. If somebody told me there was one going to win, I would push it. Ten, maybe. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and celebrate them when, when, when the horses win, all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She loves to dress up for Galway races and has style for every day. Oh, my God. Yeah. Isn't she a fantastic lady? <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, you know and a very charitable one. Yeah, I think what we should do on Tip FM, we should do her life story. Yes, absolutely. Would you like to do your life story? I would. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be able to remember all the things I did. <laughs> yeah, but we might, might organise it somehow. Okay. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Listen, well done to you both, and uh, congratulations to you to be here as well. Thank you very much, okay. Thanks very much. Okay. So that's our programme for this week. My thanks to all our guests on this week's programme. Don't forget, we'll be back with another edition of Down Your Way at the same time next week. From all of us on the programme, have a very good week.
Bye-bye.